And now, 32 and 32, why Denzel you, Ward, are number, he's number nine on our list today. Why, why do white people turn on Nickelback, man? Why did y'all turn on I him? haven't turned on him. You guys I'm call not him, white. You call him lame? I, it became a, people ripped Nickelback. Yeah, it became so a joke. And they actually, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Full disclosure, it was not a good show. It wasn't, I but saw, I like Nickelback. I saw them you live were. when I was younger. What, what does it that mean, I would? They did not put on a great show. What do you mean? Like, That's obnoxious. What, how, what do you want them to do? Look well, at this. Well, he forgot the words to photograph. It was like, one of his most popular songs. He forgot he has, the first words. Rockstar so. slaps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Photograph is an all time classic, even if it's yeah. not the best song ever. That, that chorus, all time classic. I've, I made, I've, made out to, I've made out to that song in bars all across the world. <laughs> the world? The Philippines in here. No, that's, that's the two sides of the world. Ohio, <laughs> Pennsylvania. <laughs> there, there is multiple. <laughs> there is multiple makeout songs, right? You know where they come on, and you just yeah. be like, oh, look, well, you gotta one, kiss somebody. Yeah, it's like one. It's one fifteen. I gotta find somebody to make out with. That's yeah. right. I, do you guys? Do you kids do that anymore? What? Like, do you make just out? finally? Do kids make out in bars anymore? Do you guys make out in bars? Your girlfriend's here. Well, I mean, it happens. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. No, well, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking of the 30, like, uh, like I'm, I keep acting like Menegas is 24 or something. Like, he, I know. He, uh, is kind of old. Yeah, I know. Um, he's not old. He's, he's young. A, no, he kind of I am old. the young representation young, on the show. Now, yeah, Anthony, a, a, Anthony. What is Anthony? Five years Anthony, younger than you? People, he just turned 26. Do people still make out in, in college bars to certain songs? Uh, yeah, I don't know the songs off the top of my head, but like at Eastland, at Eastland, at BW, we get rowdy, and then uh, B side and Coventry, people make out there all the time when I go there. <laughs> Mike and Gabby obviously make out in bars because they're both a little like red in the face right I now. I mean, like, it happens, yeah. <laughs> I've never made out with a random person at a bar, but I have You've made out. Never with, made, made out with a random person at a bar? No, I've only made out with somebody that I've been seeing or dating. What? Oh, oh, and see, here's that's, the thing. That's the question. I've also you, never I had was, to go to the health dude, center. Dude, I once in the morning, got laid like, in a bar. Can I say that? Yeah. yeah. I guess so. Uh, with a random chick that I just <laughs> met. I love, I love what he goes. years ago. He says it. He's like, wait, can I say that? As if, as if there's a dump button or a rewind 10 See, seconds. Dude, I, this, I, I know I was, in the bathroom. You told I, us. I was like 30 or, no, nah, I wasn't that young. I was like in my early 30s. The girl turned out to be married, too. I didn't even know. And oh, bad job I out didn't of you. Know. Bad job out me. of you. And you know, we so- had sex in the bathroom at this <laughs> dive bar in Utica, New York. Dang, bro. That's I, did, I did almost drunkenly take home uh, the quarterback from BW's girlfriend. I thought you said took home the quarterback from BW. Almost. It was a blackout night for everybody involved. But hey, moving on, 32 and 32 for Denzel Ward. hooked up with the quarterback's girlfriend? No, 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 no. But we were hanging out the whole night, and I did not know who she was. And you didn't make a move? No, dude, Bull, you have no idea. What are we going to do here? The best part of making I, out. I got no game. Back, got a girlfriend back in the now. day, they used to let you smoke cigarettes. But then if you start making out, like, oh, my God, I got to smoke her. You can't do because you don't know. Yeah. It's a, you, you turn like, off. Turn you, off. You, I'm like, oh, yeah, we can't hang out. Yeah. No, cigarettes. Yeah. You see her Cigarettes eat. are disgusting. But what you guys don't realize, G knows this. We'll, we'll get to it one second, Anthony, but now we're on this road. When I went to bars in college, because I'm obviously a lot older than you guys. You smoke. I didn't smoke, but you you just knew when you got home from the bar, you were going to stink like cigarettes. Right, right. You that just was knew. part of the that deal. That was part of it, right? Now, if I smell a cigarette ever, I lose my mind. Like, think about it. Hotel rooms. Like, you had to be yeah. like. Airplanes. That, the fact that y'all can well, smoke that, at an no, airport that, That's a long, that's like the 70s. That's your childhood. What are you talking about? Re- rest, restaurants, that they got like. I yeah, think restaurants. The ordinance came out. Maybe the out, smoking section. I think the ordinance came out in, in Ohio in 2004. And I remember they used to sell cigarettes in a bar. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. sell whole packs. Rest, diner. If you went to a, any diner in New York or New Jersey, they'd, be, they'd sell cigarettes the, there. The, I understand, okay, maybe the 70s not your yeah. childhood. The fact you could ever well, smoke. Well, the 70s a, was my childhood, but I was born in 71. It's not like I. Have fond memories. My point the is the fact you could ever smoke on an airplane yeah, it seems it like nuts. the most absurd concept no. in the history of. But even concept. when I went to college, and I when I went to college after dropping out the first time, I was twenty five when I went back. So it was nineteen ninety six, and every bar, everybody was smoking. Everybody, you got home, your clothes reeked from cigarettes. And every and even if you weren't a smoker, you had to at least be able to smoke one cigarette as a social smoker. No. Nope. Because you nope. they wouldn't let you in the I camp. smoked a cigarette once and it was the most disgusting thing ever. I smoked like five cigarettes. No, I smoked way more than five cigarettes. I, I don't smoke you. pot either, but I would rather smoke pot than cigarettes. Me too. I was such a lightweight that cigarette I said, How do people smoke a pack a day? Oh. This I'm high off one square. <laughs> this I said, Dude, you sure ain't nothing in this? 
I was over there like, You had bro. angel dust. There's no way. It's a, <laughs> ain't no way it's a cigarette if you high off one. Uh, how did we get from uh, me having sex in a bar and angel dust from 32 to make, 30? Well, let's make it out to Nickelback. I've been giving you guys the wrap-up sign. So. All right, well, it's, it's 32 yeah. and 32, Denzel so Ward. Denzel Ward. Uh, you guys got Denzel way too low. At what too is he, low? nine? Nine, yes, sir. Where did you have him individually? Uh, I'll pull it up. Hold on. I have Denzel six on my list. I had Denzel nine. Yeah. Anthony had him 10. Earl had him 7. All right. So you, so you. All, in the, all in the range. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's my thing with Denzel. I have him 6. 6? So you're I mean, he's in, their in, number one corner. In the same. That's one of the most important positions. Number one corner. 6 to 9, I feel like we're, we're arguing minutiae depending on where hairs. you have him. Yeah. Here's my thing with Denzel Ward. And, gee, you've done such a good job throughout this offseason. I think better than anyone in the city. Kind of explaining what Jim Schwartz, philosophy-wise, will bring to a defense here in Cleveland. And the one thing you've harped time and time again, and the one thing that I found in my research and watching the Eagles, the Titans, all the teams he's coached, is pressure with four mm-hmm. and quick pressure. And you know what that does? It puts pressure on your DBs to lock guys up quickly because the ball's coming out in two and a half seconds or less. Yep. Denzel Ward, look at his PFF grades, you go throughout his college scouting reports and what you see on tape, is better at man-to-man coverage. Mm-hmm. He's not the biggest corner in the world. He's not Martin Emerson, but he's lightning quick. His lateral ability, in my opinion, and I'm not a cornerback expert, is about as good as anyone in the league. And he's got pretty good hands. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of chances this year for Denzel Ward to be matched up on guys, press coverage, jamming dudes in the slot, having slants come his way, and take it back the other way for six. Like, if they're getting pressure as quick as I think they can with Zedarius, Miles, Ogbo, all the guys in that defensive line, the ball's going to be coming out quick to the outside, and I think Denzel Ward has a chance to eat this year. And that's why I think, in hindsight, he is probably a slot or two too low for me. Yeah. But I said two top two, three cornerback yesterday with Denzel Ward. You're right. That probably was an exaggeration. But he has a talent to be in that top five-ish conversation, and this system is going to let him flourish with what he does best, yeah, as opposed to how Joe be, Woods did it. You're talking about he's got great talent, and he plays the third or fourth most important position on the field. So, to me, he's got to be higher. That's why I had him. At, I mean, you guys obviously have Stefanski and Jim Schwartz really high. We do, yes. I had them a little lower yes. than you guys do. I, I think the, the star players are worth more than the coaches. Uh, but, anyway, wait, what about you, G? Um, if he's if he gets to be where, where I think he can be at, I think they can transform. I, I think this is going to be I'm – more. I'm almost more excited to see the defense play than I am the offense. And I can't say that a, a lot. For the Cleveland, I've never said that. Um, you know, looking back, the way the Cleveland Browns played, the, the, just the way that they constituted their defense, I, I've just never liked it. I didn't like it under Patton. I didn't like Greg Williams. I didn't like. I, it just seemed like gimmicky. It just seemed like all this stuff where you know you, you got your safeties playing deep, and then last year with Joe Woods, it's like, bro, listen, forget your system. I know everybody has a system. And this is your problem. You run across this in regular everyday life. You get one manager who says, I've been doing it this way forever, and you guys are going to do it this way, right? And then you get another manager that come in and look at it. They take this survey, lay it in land, and say, okay, well, what resources we got? Um, what's the personnel? And they come up with what's best for that, that group of people in the field, and everybody plays better. Everybody likes coming to work. Last year, they didn't like coming to work. Yep. They didn't like it. Like, I, I didn't like watching them. Uh, and I know if I didn't like watching them, they didn't like being out there. So you, that's why you have Denzel Ward has missed a lot of time. People will 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 play through aches, pains, bumps, and bruises if one they enjoy what they're doing, Fact. two they believe that you that, that they are playing to their strengths, and three they're winning football games. And so Denzel Ward has not been put in those positions, and they haven't won. So I can see why his hamstring hurts some days, or I can't push past this. But he has an opportunity to put the Browns on a different level because just as good as they are up front, they got they got pieces in the back end that I think can really be like one of the best secondaries too. And if you can marry if you can marry two, both the the front and the back end. You, you got a chance in this league to be a top top defense. Denzel has been paid like an elite corner. He has mostly played his career like a very good corner. Last year, he was mediocre. Mm-hmm. He's got to play like an elite corner this year. Well, that's the expectation. You know, we need to have high expectations. Sometimes people get mad when I'm like, this is not good enough. No, as a fan, you should have the highest expectations 
for your players who are capable of it. Yes. You know, I'm not expecting Donovan Peoples-Jones to have 1,500 yards because he's not capable of that type of production. But when I talk about my stars, whether it's Miles Garrett, Nick Chubb, Denzel Ward, Deshaun Watson, Joel Batonio, I expect those guys to play at the, at the elite level because they're capable of – now, some of those guys have done it, yeah. but those guys are all capable of playing like superstars. And of those five guys, Ward's played at that level the least. And so he needs to do it this year, I think. And with Denzel Ward in this offense, and, G, you play defense at a high level, you know this. There's a chance that they generate pressure at an elite rate in the terms of the, in the grand teams of the NFL with just the front four guys. And if Ward is the cornerback we think he can be, that shuts down half the field. And when you're an offensive coordinator trying to stop that kind of pressure, yeah. have quick throws, and you're really working with half a field, you become very predictable. And what's the easiest thing to stop in the NFL? A predictable offense. I, and that's how yeah. I think the Browns right. reach whatever the peak is for this defense, whether it's top two, three, ten, whatever it is, that is the form of them reaching their peak potential. Is Denzel Ward being absolutely locked down on one half of the field, yeah. generating pressure with four, and letting Newsom and Emerson and the guys on the other side just don't let anything crazy happen. The key, the key to that will be how good Zadarius Smith still is Fair. and how good Ogbo is. Fair. Like, the – that's what we don't know because Darius Smith is old. Uh, totally fair. And we totally don't fair. know. He wasn't as good the second half of the year. Now, I still think he's got left in the tank. Obviously, you guys do. We got to see that, though. If if he and Ogbo, if, if Darius is still a, you know, he's not an elite pass rusher, but if he's still a very good pass rusher and Ogbo takes the next step from where he was last year, then, yes, the Browns should be very dominant up front. If they don't, they'll be still better than last year but maybe not as dominant as we think, or if only one of those things happens, you know what I mean? Like, say Zedarius is still really good, but Ogbo maybe isn't the player we thought he yeah. might be. Well, that, you know, so... Or so vice versa. Right. So that there's... As I, I love stealing this from G all the time. There's levels to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if if Zedarius is still great and Ogbo takes another step, yeah, this front four could be super... And, and you know, Shelby Harris still has... Still and pretty good. Tomlinson and, doesn't and, hit a cliff. You know, and all these guys yeah. like who are capable of Mo it. Mo Hurst is healthy. Right. If if that happens, yeah, they, they could be as good as any defensive line in the league. But at least we know now that the floor is a lot higher than it was. Like the floor to me is 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 decent. It's yeah. solid. Yeah. There's no last excuse. Year was shit. We talk about no excuses yeah. for Watson Stefanski. Yeah. If this defensive front isn't not, just average, like it, you said. Yes. Baseline average. That should be the worst case scenario. Then something's going catastrophically yes, wrong. Right, and I don't see that happening. But I think the worst case scenario is their average. And if they're average, that's going to be good enough. You don't, you want it to be better. But if Deshaun Watson is Deshaun Watson and you have an average play from their defensive line, should compete. it's still good enough. Yeah. Even though we don't all like it to be better. Uh, all right, Anthony. Let's. We're going to have James Rapine. Bengals beat reporter at 12.30, but now it's time to play one of our favorite games. We got 15 minutes before James, but real quick before we get into Keep Cut Trade, I want to remind everybody that Mike Earl and I do a podcast now called Behind the Glass. It's the perfect podcast if you want very well-informed opinions from Mike and Earl and me sitting there talking about whatever. It's a fun time. We love doing it. Go and support it. I have a blast talking with those two guys all the time. So now we're going to do Keep Cut Trade, guys. So let me explain the rules for those who may not have seen this. We've done this a couple times before. Anthony will give us three players. I don't know if this could be players' things. I, oh, I have no, I have no is, idea what I this have is. No five is. player scenarios and then five just at general Why scenarios. Why am I not hearing Anthony at all? I'm hearing him loud and clear. This boy's oh, going crazy. I'm messing with yours. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, G. I'm good. I'm, is that a good level I'm, for you I'm, now? I'm, uh, no, a little higher. But a little higher? Say, say something, Anthony. Testing, testing. Yeah, you're right there. It was okay. rocking. I'm I was like, old. why is mine not changing? I, I've seen both twisting at the knob for like seven times, yeah. and he's still looking. He's like, Go ahead now, talk, Anthony. All right, so I have ah, five better. football players, <laughs> and then I have five like generic things okay. for fun. Right. So we're gonna pick one that we keep, one that we cut, and some of these are gonna be tough. They're probably gonna be some of these we, we don't want to trade or cut any of these guys, but yeah. we have no choice. So Anthony, start us off. Here we go. Yeah. So first one: Devontae Adams, Tyreek Hill, or Jamar Chase. Well, that's a good one. Oh, that's an oh. easy one. Let's well, eat. The keep is easy. I agree with the keep is easy. Because Jamar Chase is significantly younger than the other two guys and yeah. just as good, if not better. Uh, so I'm keeping Jamar Chase. I'm trading. I mean, Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams are, I mean, it's like a toss-up. I'll. Tr- who can I get more for in a trade? 
Well, they both got traded. So they both you, got you traded. You actually know exactly what their value is. Who'd they is. get more for? Who got, who got the, more? The Raiders got more for Yeah, Adams I'm trading then. Adams and cutting Hill. Anthony, is this for this year or is this like moving forward in general? Oh, you can do moving forward in general. Yeah. Who would you keep cut and trade? Well, uh, I, I want to say, gee, here, let me ask him. I'm going to go a little yeah. different than Bolden. You'd be a tiebreaker. Yeah. I think Devontae Adams is the best receiver in football outside of Justin Jefferson. Now, that's by a smidge. But the way he runs routes, his size, his production, I'm going to keep Adams. I'm going to trade Jamar Chase. I think you get way more back for Jamar Chase because he's younger than you would the other two. And I'm going to cut Tyreek Hill. All right. I get the I get the. And it's just more of the logic there. of it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna keep Tyreek Hill. Oh, three wow. different keeps. I'm gonna keep Tyreek Hill because I just think his speed is just It's a game changer. It, you can't you it can't coach it and I got now I can just throw it up. I, I want that throw it up ability. I'm gonna trade I'm gonna trade uh I'm gonna trade Chase because I could get ones for him. I feel like I can get like a couple ones for him. I want a one and a two from Jamar right. Chase, and I'm going. You cut. definitely get a one and two because Tyreek Hill and Adams got a one and a two. Yeah, and they're twenty nine and thirty when they were traded. Not yeah. that was Chase twenty four, three, twenty three. You're gonna get at least two for Jamar Chase. And then Chase. Devontae Adams, I'm gonna cut him. I think yeah. he is probably the best route runner in the game. His releases off the line of scrimmage is is clinic tape, um, but he's a little older and he does not have the speed as the other two guys like. I could, I, you know, you can let him get eight catches for 105. And he not going to kill right. you touchdown rise, right? All I'm saying with Devontae Adams is we talk about, well, they only played with Deshaun Watson for six games last year. Cooper had 1,200 yards with Jacoby Brissett. My dude played with Derek Carr I, I, how many, how many and Jared had, Stidham. He had like, he had he like 1,400 yards and 14 Derek touchdowns. Derek Carr's a decent year. quarterback. And he, had he only played 10 games with Jared Stidham in the last six games. Yeah, he had 100-some right. some His, his, his too, stats, right? hold on, his stats were absurd. Ridiculous. Anthony, while you get the next one, I'll pull up his stats. But Devontae Adams' stats were absurd last year. Yeah, yeah, and he led the league in touchdowns, I think. He did. Yeah, we're ready for that, yeah, oh, guys. Y'all ready? Yeah. This is, once again, with Derek Carr, who's decent. Yeah. He's not great. And then Jared Stidham. 100 receptions, 1,500 yards, 14 touchdowns. Now they were playing from behind a lot. Hard to argue. You know, but, but, yeah. But, but all, all three Obviously All great. three good. Go ahead. And what's next? Yeah, so the next one, I think this is the personal hardest one for me. Netflix, Hulu, Disney+. Plus. This, this is easy this for easy. me, yeah. Uh, Netflix, uh, Disney Plus is dead so fast. Like, D stands for dead in Disney Plus. Yeah, but you, that's because you don't watch Marvel and you don't watch yeah, it's got all Star Wars stuff. That's cut so fast. That's a hard keep. It's a hard keep for you. I oh would yeah, keep. it's got everything for Star Wars. So, and take Marvel. take your take your son out of this. This is. The, but I love all the Star Wars. Okay, and I'm saying stuff too. I want you to do this for yourself. I'm keeping Disney. I'm trading. It's hard to get rid of Netflix, Hulu. I cut even though I like. They're my three favorite. My three favorite streaming services. But I'm keeping Disney, keep, uh, trading Netflix, and cutting Hulu. G. Um, I'll keep it Netflix. It's a staple. Um, I like a bunch of other documentaries on there. I would trade Disney <coughs> Plus because I think Disney Plus has a little more upside. It got all the Marvel and stuff. I can get more yeah. back from Disney That's Plus. Right. Hulu you can rip is, off some kids. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, oh yeah, definitely. I yeah. can put my kid in front of it, little yeah. niece. Yeah, and but Hulu. Sorry, buddy. Nah. All you do is write old old school sitcoms. Disney's gone for me. Uh, this came down. It's pretty easy to me. Y'all ever heard of Hulu and Chill? No. No. It's Netflix and chill. Netflix, you're staying. Yep. For all the obvious reasons. Hulu <laughs> on the trading block. Peace. Netflix and chill. Okay, then. Uh, the next you, one. We got an ex, ex, ex's girlfriend. Mike? Mike? Did you fall for the Netflix and chill? Or was it already, it was already in the planning? Like, did the next, did you say, just don't, don't tell me about the Netflix. Just don't, don't, don't do it. She's you do not have house. to answer this. Yeah. By the way, Mike is a little different with his girlfriend in studio, isn't How? he? You just are behaving bit. differently I'm than on, you normally do. I'm just do. on set today. I'm just not behind the glass. Nah, nah. He's a little, you, you got you a little swag? It? He's got a little more swag today. I do got my new shoes on today. You got a little yeah. swag? You got a little my new swag shoes on here today. today. I, I did, did see them shoes. I was yes. like, oh, oh, listen, I, yes. I will be on the internet I, afterwards. Gee, I'm scared to wear these anywhere but here. Why, I don't, you're afraid they get stepped on? No, they're just clean. Like, nice white shoes are so clean, man. Do you spray them with repellent? Nah. Come on, you guys. Get your repellent game. You don't tie your shoes? You don't tie your shoes either? No, we're if not you, 60. If you play basketball, yeah. you, you, you never tie your shoes, bull. Yeah. You don't tie your shoes when you no. play basketball. The laces no, never no, touch no. each other. No, when you other. play basketball, you do. You, well, you do, but if you're yeah. a hooper, yeah. 
you know, like you when you when you get your your joints to wear outside of there. What's your birthday? June. We got to get him a pair of Jordans next year. For yeah, we got to get, we gotta get you a pair of Jordans. Don't but believe him, They said they were going to do the same thing. You don't for my tie birthday. your shoes either. No, I tie my shoes. Mine are double knotted every day. Double knotted. What do you eat? <laughs> Maybe, but the shoelaces on these shoes are very long. Oh, yeah, we don't. I didn't know. I, what is with just not tying the shoes? Why did that become a thing? Because you don't want to crease them up. You don't want to crease you, yeah. and, and you walk different too. Yeah, like when you walk in a new, but they new don't. Joints, they don't slip. They don't feel loose. Man, get you, the right size. You you don't you don't bend the balls of your feet. You don't. It's just it's just it's, it's up a, and down. It's a way you walk. It's yeah. this. It ain't none of that pushing off. And Butters, like, do you tie your shoes? Thumbs up or thumbs down? Gabby, she ties them. I mean, you, you two are the weirdos, I think. No, no, no we're in a whole different call. Yeah, Look at that. Who's got, the, who's got the two best shoes in here right now? Let's be honest. He do? I don't know. Me and you. It's not. Oh, these is these is trash. But I mean, look at the Brooks Brothers. These season. are. Tr- <laughs> yeah, you do got them Fred Flintstones on, bro. These oh, are Fred Flintstones. Both yeah. and both. I'm not making. You you have to order extra wide shoes, right? You told I do. us that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like. We gotta find a pair of extra wide Jordans. He wears they size. don't even make it. Do they make extra wide Jordans? Uh, G. Bush knows someone that can get him extra wide Jordans. He yeah. wears size. See, I don't. Think, I don't. I just want to be comfortable. I don't. It's all I care about. You, 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 you wear a size what? Twelve E. Twelve and a half. <laughs> triple E. Oh. Is that a battery? <laughs> that's, how, that's how you power your Xbox. You want to go to the this? next one, Bull? <laughs> you want to go on to the next one? We're ready. You leave here. this guy. This one might be a little oh, bit easier. You know how wide that is. That's wide as a Bible. Like <laughs> Mike's not going to be able to go off, take his girlfriend out for dinner for the next month because he bought these sneakers. No, them was light. He already had nah, those. This is the, the bonus. He, he already bonus. had mm-hmm. those. Anyway, books. all right, guys. All right, so right, so we'll go on to our next one here. Yeah. Uh, it might be a little bit easier for you guys, but it's Miles Garrett, That's the funniest Aaron Donald, <laughs> and then Von Miller I threw in there. Uh, Von, listen, those are two Aggies out there. you got to have TJ Watt there. Shout out to the Aggies, but Von's old. Von's gone. Uh, you keep Miles. Yeah. Keep Miles. You trade Aaron Donald. Trade Donald. I think we had TJ in one. I don't even got to opine on that. You know what it is. All right, next one. We, we, yeah, we spent, we spent way too much time on Bible shoes to then. <laughs> All right, next one, number Bible four. Bible shoes? Did you say Bible shoes? <laughs> Did you not hear his joke? Oh, I didn't hear it. I said, your My feet, shoes are Bible shoes? You know, I said, you, you, your feet as wide as a Bible. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of Bibles, movies, TV, or books? Oh, th- oh, movies, oh. TV. I just picked three random things. But oh, movies, okay. TV, or books. Do that. So the general I'm media of them. TV, Not those specific trading, shows and books. I mean, I love books, but I'm like keeping them. TV, trading movies, cutting books. Nobody, I'm most same, people same don't read you. books. I'm going, I'm going Game of Thrones. I'm going to keep that. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, I'm trading. And the fourth wing. I don't I, know what the hell the fourth wing is. I didn't really like Game the of Thrones. I mean, not Game of Thrones. I didn't really like Lord of the Rings, I'll be honest. Not a huge yeah, Lord of the Rings. Why would you Why would you lie? Why would you not be honest? Well, it's just like universally loved. I, I thought they were all right. I thought they were a little overrated. The Lord of the Rings movies are okay. I think they're overrated. I'm with you. Yeah. By the way, the show The Bear sucks on Hulu. <laughs> Everybody's obsessed with this effing show. They're obsessed with this show. It's winning all the awards. We're saying, you got to watch it. you got to watch it. It's boring. We talked about it on it's your depressing. podcast. Show. It's enough. I'm done with it. What what show? I missed The, the Bear. bear. On, on oh, Hulu. yeah. I still haven't watched it. I don't. It's it, peer, everybody's watching it because of peer pressure. Is it about a bear? No, no. It's about a... No, it's like about line cooks. And everybody's miserable on the show. I'm yeah, so sick of being a line, toys line cook is miserable. I've done it. It's terrible. How do they make a TV show off of it? Uh, it's annoying. Anyways. I'm sick of this show. I was ahead. next. Next. All right, next, guys. We've got Christian McCafferty, uh, Derek Henry, and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook's not even on the Vikings anymore. No, but it was the picture I used like two weeks ago. He hadn't signed anywhere yet. I, I'm, I'm keeping Christian McCaffrey... I'm trading Derrick Henry, and I'm cutting Dalvin Cook. Exactly the same. Yep. Exactly the same. Next. Oh, man. Maybe I made some of these too easy. All right. Number six, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Ooh. So I, before, before you start. this was two years ago, it's definitely keeping Twitter. I hate Twitter, but I, you got no options for it. Well, you love Instagram, though. Some of the Instagram rabbit I holes. love Instagram, but I don't know. I'm like you can't idiot. Use I don't it. know how to use it. <laughs> um. That, I'll tell y'all later. Tell Here, y'all later. Here's another thing too. I don't know what who let people get this off. Like, if you're in a relationship, there's no way you're allowed to be like you like that picture. That's a breakup of defense. What do you mean? Like what picture? Like, like a hot it, girl? It, it, like if if on your timeline you're scrolling through and there's a girl or there's a bikini or there's any of that what? and you like it and then you're like you like that picture. Who would do that if you're in a relationship? Oh lord! All, all listen at one point in time. Yeah. It was kind of like on Facebook if you didn't put yeah. in a relationship on Facebook, 
people was just like upset. I would never, even if I were single, I wouldn't just like a picture of a hot girl on Instagram. That seems like, I feel like you're a loser if you do that. See, I do too. So if you like a picture on Instagram of yeah. a hot girl, you're a loser. Yes. These guys have no clue. <laughs> Mike agrees with me. No. Yeah, that's, that's horrible. Like a random girl you don't know? That's horrible. That's <laughs> that means you must be doing it. <laughs> I don't I don't be on Instagram that much, but it's it like... It just seems like kind of pathetic. No, it's, it's that, just some random girl on Twitter. I like that. Like, what if the girl's a horrible person? She just happens to be hot. I just like the way the picture looked. He's separating the art from the artist. I don't really like any... I don't like anything on Instagram, really. Like, you like, know how to like something on Instagram. Yes. Okay. I, I've liked like two or three things. You don't so, like my stuff. And, and, and so... And so and so, look how far we've come. Like, you can't, like, like in real life, if I like something, that means I would go up to you in a bar and be like, hey, I like the way you look right now. Yeah, but, but now we're that? talking about nobody. So now yeah. we're talking about you hit a button on a computer, right. and now you're going to judge whether or not. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's why social media is ruined it's society. Cool. It, it has ruined everyone. You guys are judging me based on my sneakers. But we love you, though. But that's we in real life, though. Per- yeah. Like I, but if you put a, a, a picture of your kicks up there, yeah. and we said, I like those, or we, we did not like them, thumbs yeah. down, yeah. at least we're telling you in real life. Yeah. If you hit it on a, on a computer screen, that don't even count. I'm never going to meet that person. I don't yeah. even know that person is real. That's it fair. could be an AI character. That's true. But by get, the way. Is I'm, that the last one? No, I actually got four oh, we more left. Oh, answer that What was it? Oh, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and TikTok. I don't use TikTok, so that's the one I'd cut. So. Yeah, I'm cutting TikTok. Me too. All right, next. All right, guys. Next, we got George Kittle, David Njoku, and Mark Andrews. Oh, you're going to make us. This is. That's easy. Yeah, it's easy, but we got to cut the brown. Of course. Yeah, Joku's getting cut really fast. I mean, he's not even close to the other two guys. I'm keeping Kittle and trading Andrews. I, it's the, it is tough between Kittle and Andrews. I'm taking I think the, Kittle's better, but he's more injury prone. Yeah, and and for the sake of this, I'm going with the better guy, in my opinion. I'm going to keep Kittle, yeah. trade Andrews, cut and Joku. Kittle's the best blocking tight end in football, and it's not close. He's the second best tight end behind Kelsey. Uh, yeah, this was actually easy. Yeah. Keep Kittle, um, trade uh, Andrews, cut uh, and Joku. Yeah. All right, last one here is the quarterbacks: Russell Wilson, Ryan Tannehill, Derek Carr. Oh, no, this is oh fun. that's disgusting. Nasty, nasty work. I'm keeping Russell. Anthony, Wilson. Anthony, you're evil for this one. Because I, think... I made some of them too easy. I got oh, two more easy. that you guys could too. do that aren't sports too. I'm keeping Russell Wilson. I'm trading Derek Carr, and I'm cutting uh, Tannehill's garbage. Those yeah. two guys. Russell Wilson may be garbage now, but there's a chance he bounces back. I'm keeping back. Carr, trading Wilson, cutting Tannehill. I still think Wilson's got the most upside if, if Peyton can bring it back out of him. So I'm keeping Wilson, trading Carr, and cutting Tannehill's useless. Yeah, I'm not, I can't. I don't know. I can't take Carr over Wilson. Give me, yeah. I'm going to keep Wilson. Uh, I'm going to trade Carr, and Tannehill get cut. He stinks. The Tannehill Express is out of here. It's over. Yeah. So, guys, while we still wait for our guest, I still have two more. Do you want to do the last yeah, two? Yeah, of course. Yeah. All right. Number eight, technically, was Iron Man, Captain America, and Thor. Ooh. This is your best one yet. Is this just who we like the most, or is now, this like who we want to fight? No, no, no. Now, listen. Got to keep listen. cut, trade them. Now, l- is listen. Is this based on the movies or just everything? We'll if do you're com- if Not you're a lot of people have read all the comics. We'll yeah, do so movies. based on the movies only. If you're a comic book guy, this is the easiest in the world. But this is based on the movies, not oh, the is, comics. But is this who we like the most, or who we like... Who do you want to save the world? Are you talking about power scaling? Yeah. This is easy. Uh, All right. Thor is a, Thor is a god. Yeah, um, I'm so, keeping so Thor. Um, Iron Man is a genius. He's a billionaire. His tech is crazy. But he's a wild card. He might do something he's a, he's bad. Might, yeah. So, but he's, um, I'm trading him. So you're cutting America. You hate America. Yeah. That's what you're saying right now about cutting I, Captain America. And you I hate like so, America. And I love socialism, too. <laughs> Bull? I'm hey, keeping Captain Thor, gotta go. I'm trading Captain America, and I'm cutting Iron Man. How would you? How could you cut Tony Stark? Yeah, he's yeah, the you gotta cut Captain America because he's arguably the most boring. Do you hate America too? He's just the most boring out of the three. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm cutting his ass too. He's, and he's a just shield. got steroids. He's, got he's a, a guy with a shield. That's it. Yeah, no, he's and, cut. And he's and cut. He can't be killed though. Yes, Iron Man can be killed. Yeah. Oh, listen. Didn't didn't. I? Captain America die? Spoilers! Cap- Not really. Cap- does, no spoilers. Captain America He is- let himself die. Remember he let himself get old? Bro. I, sure. Captain America is like Roger Clemens. All he did is take some steroids. That's it. Yeah. He's just a strong, strong country white guy. 
He's Barry Bonds with a shield it, instead of a bat. Well, he was, no, he's from, he's from Brooklyn. What he's not you, country. If you got Iron Man, think about this. If Iron Man shoots anything from his war armor yeah. and Captain America doesn't have a shield, he's dead. Not instantly. Quash. He's like a bug. He's instantly. No, you guys he can't take a blast to the face. What are you talking yeah. about? He's pause. Captain America. <laughs> Super pause. Next. All right, so the last one, we did some fast that food was, here. That was pause worthy. <laughs> Damn it. We got Taco Bell, McDonald's, and Wendy's. And I regret not putting Cane's on this list because I think it would have made it a little All bit right. more difficult. Yes, Taco Bell is the easy keep. No. Whoa. Outrageously wrong. Absolutely wrong. Whoa. Uh, Wendy's and McDonald's are both trash. Let's, Anthony, you go first. We'll go because I think we're going to disagree. This so you go one. first. We'll go around the horn. All right. So I'm keeping McDonald's because it's the most consistent, even though I know it's like consistent. By the way, kind of we bad. all admit fast food is all trash. Yeah. yeah. None 100%. of it's really good and it's all ba- horrible. I, I never look forward to eating any of this. Down. I'll give you that. I'm keeping McDonald's. I'm cutting Wendy's because outside of the chicken sandwich, nothing Wendy's in Wendy's is that good. I'm not going to Wendy's. And then Taco Bell, I would trade four canes. <laughs> I'm keeping Taco Bell. I'm trading McDonald's. I'm cutting Wendy's. I'm keeping McDonald's. They don't call me McNuggets for nothing. Taco Bell gives me the run, so that's gone. But it's great, though. No, it's not worth Their it. Their breakfast is awesome. Renting Taco Bell for 20 minutes from the time you eat it to get to the bathroom is not worth it. I'm keeping Wendy's. I'm cutting Taco Bell. This is you, you guys. Come on, man. You you talking to to the fast food king here? First and foremost, if you give me back the old Wendy's dollar menu, you're out of here. Junior bacon cheeseburger deluxe. The jun- you put a poll up. Junior bacon cheeseburger, the sour cream and chives baked potato, the Wendy's chili for ninety nine cent, and the frosty is ninety nine cent, and you got a whole extra nugget. Forget Nuggets. McNuggets ain't even better than the Wendy's Nuggets. The Wendy's five-piece Nuggets for 90. And let me stop playing with me. Now, look, I'm keeping Wendy's. (laughs) Wendy's is a keep if you give me the old school. The spicy chicken sandwich is crazy. Now, let's get to McDonald's. No one ever has raved about McDonald's burgers. Nobody. It's the fries. It's the fries. It's the fries. If you get somebody with hypertension, and a, and a, and a, and a, some, a middle-aged black lady back there with the salt, with the, with the, with the, with, with the McDonald's fries, you're out of here. There's nothing that beats McDonald's fries and McDonald's coffee. You can't touch it. That's a staple. So I will trade them. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. You, you, you fell off, bro. Let me tell you why you fell off Taco Bell. You guys don't never have nothing ready to go. I said, can I get a gordita? We don't got those anymore. That Willie, you had that for two weeks. Let me get that uh, that doggy chalupa. The Browns chalupa. Nope, we only had that for three days. Okay, well, let me get a strawberry Skittles slushy. Sir, we only served that. ordering a strawberry Skittles slushy at Taco Bell? Yeah, as you can see, this guy. <laughs> Sir, we only had that for the summer. It's yeah. still the summer. No, school started. It's not the summer. These are real things that I'm going through. Yeah. These are not schemes. These are real. Come on, Taco Bell, and plus y'all don't got a y'all don't got a uh, menu. Your, your pizzas, your, your your value menu. You got your your, your taco bur- burritos, the ninety nine cent joints. Your dollar menu is not a dollar. That's that's like family. false advertising. That's like got a, the best breakfast of the three. It does. Yeah, but the dollar menu is like two fifty five. Wait, real quick. This can make me sound like a noob, but I'm so. What the hell does Taco Bell have for breakfast? The crunch wrap. Man. The crunch wrap. The crunch wrap. It's AM crunch wrap. It's crazy. bacon, steak, or or uh, uh, sausage with egg, hash brown, and cheese. Some people get it with jalapeno sauce. My love son loves the jalapeno sauce in like a burrito shell, and they fold it up and they like toast it. Basically, it's, it's good. It's awesome. But I will <laughs> for, say, for fast food. It's it's really I good. Someone I, mentioned Mr. Hero in the chat, and you're just wrong. Mr. Hero's terrible. Mr. Hero sucks. Rome, so Rome, bad. Roman burgers are great for me. No, there. the Jersey Mike's is the best of the Subway place. Of the Subway Jersey Mike's places. chicken salad is phenomenal. Jersey yes. Mike's is the best, better than Subway, better than all these others. Is, is James there, or I got a couple more quickies? No, we don't have James yet. So all if right, you guys want so, to, Steve Becker sent us. A Steve couple. Becker sent a few. The first one is he wanted us to to ask um, your girlfriend uh, to keep. Cut straight between the three of us, which if she didn't keep you, that would be a problem. I'm de- Honestly, if you had a mic on her, she would kill me right now. I, but she I don't would kill me right now. We I don't, know. We don't want to put her in that position, so we'll ask the other ones. Okay. Steve Kerr, Eric Spolstra, Ty Lu. I'm keeping. Keep, keeping Spolstra, trading Kerr, cutting Lou. 
even though he won a championship first. I, that, that's a really tough one. I would, yeah. I would agree with you, but there's no wrong answer. You, no. If you kept any of those three, I'd be like, that. that's you have I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Kerr. I like his open offense a little more. If I was a defensive guy, I'd go with Spolster. I'm a trade Spolster. I can get something for him. I would unfortunately have to get with Ty, get rid of Ty Lue yeah. because he has superstars and has not delivered to the level I would like. Yeah, I mean, Spolstra took a team that had no business no, going nothing, to the finals. No Otani, Judge, or Acuna? Despite the injury to Otani, I keep Otani. I trade Acuna because I can get the most for him because he's youngest. I agree. And I have to cut Judge. And he, he's – I think you have to keep Otani. Like, there's no – Otani's yeah, the best yeah. baseball player of all time. Yeah. Like, you can't do anything no, with him. You can't call him the best baseball player of all time yet. He's got to do it longer. He's the most talented baseball player of all time and has done stuff that we've yeah. never seen before. Judge has more of an injury history than Acuna. Yes. And he's and a lot he's, older. And he's older. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's the right one, too. Yep. Uh, this is this is the G. Bush special. Dewan Jones, Imani Bates, or DT Ara? Mm. Before you answer, G, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Okay. Thank you so much. I am keeping. This, t- this take is sponsored by Lemon Lime Kool Aid. Get yours today. Gee, you go first on this one. Go ahead. I'm going to go with... There's uh, a right answer, by the way. There is. Uh, man, I think I think Jones is going to start. I'm keeping DeJuan Jones. DeJuan Jones. Um, man. I got to keep... Uh, like, Imani Bates is going to end up playing. Like, I trade him. He's going to play. Um, and I'm cutting DTR. I disagree. I'm I'm keeping DeJuan Jones. I'm trading DTR. Say it it right. No, no, no. Say it right. (laughs) And I'm cutting Imani Bates. Can I see the Kool-Aid? There you go. As G said, what was you sponsored by? Lemon Lime. I got to pick a different one. This take is sponsored by Lemonade. DeJuan Jones is the easy keep. He is (laughs) by far, (laughs) has the quickest path to playing time and has shown the most potential of any three so far. Now, you trade DTR because of this. Despite not playing in a regular season game yet, the Browns just got a 60-pick pick swap in exchange for DTR. He's never played a single snap. No, you not in exchange for DTR. I mean, in exchange for Josh Dobbs yeah. because they believe in DTR so much. What's the most valuable position in all sports, G? Quarterback. And so if you have a decent asset at quarterback, you could flip DTR in a couple of years for an even more valuable pick despite the fact he may never start a game for the Cleveland Browns. And that's no knock against Monty Bates. You know me. Big Monty Bates fan over here. Craig Porter Jr., what's up, my guy? That's our dude. But in this instance, unfortunately... <laughs> You're cut. You know what? This is. You want to pass it back? Go by on. the way, by the way, we just do the we just do the take jar. Every yeah, time yeah, you look, get a take, you pass it back. Yeah. By the way, butters. This hey, butters, is real quick. Get the rest of the Kool Aid. Th- th- get the rest th- of the, this the package. Man, yeah, yeah. This man, he just set us aside, bro. He just set us aside. Matter yeah. of fact, when we come in during the season, I think I'm going to prepare some Kool Aid. I'm going to get it back there, and I'm going yeah. to I'm going to get some sugar, and I'm going to put the Kool Aid out here. Yeah, that's good. I'm going to make it on the set. Has anybody? T- there you go. Oh! So yeah. what you don't know is Jay is, oh. but, Butter's actually brought in oh a whole God. bag of sugar. When I told y'all every can. pack of Kool-Aid was here. By the way, has anybody checked in with James Rapine today? I'm working I, on getting his contact right now. I sent right him the link yesterday. Okay. We got. Oh. I just texted him. Here, pa- oh. pass him down. We got we got Kool-Aid cups. Oh. And we got. Uh, but let's put it in here. Just put it in. We got the official Kool-Aid stirrer. Yeah, I think we got to clean all these things we, first. Yeah, we, yeah, well, they came yeah. in styrofoam. Butters, you are the king for this. But this Wow, you bought all of this? We this is Kool-Aid crazy. Out. This is nuts. By the way, ain't nobody Ooh. ever had this, <laughs> man. The, hey, listen. No, we got it. So, I don't the know how. The only we, thing that could have topped this is if it Butters had dressed up as the guy. And ran, just ran through <laughs> the wall? And ran through the door. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the only thing that could top this. So he, more. So he texted me yesterday. Uh, I'll yeah. give you all the behind-the-scenes story. So we met Butters at the Greeny Card Show signing. Yeah. And he gave me the, the McNugget keychain. Right. And he texted me yesterday and said, I'm going to be around downtown. Is there an address I could drop off something for you all? And I was yeah. Like, well, what time are you going to be down if we're around? You know, swing by, say what's up. Oh, and he comes in and he's got, we just, I just dropped the Kool-Aid pack. No, no, we, yeah, we, we need yeah, all that. We need, we all, need all, all that. that. He, uh, he's like, I got something for you all. So I was like, oh, perfect. If you come around, we're in the morning before the show, you can swing yeah. by. Comes by and he has a pack. He wrote us a nice little letter. Yeah. Oh, man. And this is the coolest thing we've gotten in a long. I mean, I do y'all, feel like we need quick, to, do y'all do y'all see this? And that's not even the stuff in there. There's I haven't be had Kool Aid probably since I was ten, and I feel like we need to make a a, a pitcher of Kool Aid now every Monday and Friday Yo, during football season. There's no yes. there's no cards yeah. in here. This is healthy as hell. <laughs> no oh, fat, look at the sugar no calories. How, many, how much sugar? 
It says zero total sugars. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, what, you, that's how you put the sugar in. Mike, Mike is going to be Burt Kreischer drinking <laughs> a, like a 64 ounces of Kool-Aid every day. Dude, I'm telling you, we need to have a pitcher of Kool-Aid no. every yes. Monday and Friday during the football season. Here's the issue. Yeah. If that spills, we are effed. Why? Well, A, Kool-Aid stains. Yeah. B, there's enough wires back here that if we got – if it was sitting here and it spilled. But we will find a way yeah. to make Kool-Aid I part will, of the I mean, show. We're, we're not idiots. We, you know. Well, this was sitting here for 30 seconds, and I went over to tell G someone I almost knocked it off yeah, already. So I'm just right. saying. Well, you we, leave the pitcher there. we got to be careful with how we do it. Jason's known to Jason's put his Jason's put up. his feet on and drop it. There, there, yeah, there's yeah. some logistical issues to get around. But yeah. Butters, that's like the coolest thing you could have brought in. Nice job, Butters. We appreciate it. Yeah, man. that's awesome. Uh, like will you hit up James Rapine, if you don't mind? I texted him. I, said I also texted him. I said so if you guys want to get, we can do the Otani segment before him, and then as soon as he's ready, I'll bring him in. Well, I, I, you wonder. We talked about Otani in the keep cut or or trade. Um, I wonder. I was talking about this on my podcast this morning. Like how much this is going to affect his payday. He's he has a torn UCL. He may or may not have surgery on it. Uh, he's not going to pitch the rest of this year. If he has Tommy John surgery, it would be his second Tommy John surgery, and he would not be able to pitch next year. He will be able to hit. I don't know if how much they're going to use him at this point because they're basically out of it. Uh, but it's a shame we haven't been able to see this guy in the playoffs, and it's really a shame. Yeah, you know, He'll still win the MVP even if he doesn't play the last 30 games of the year. Which is crazy if you think about that, by right. the way. He's been that much He was such a big him. favorite. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't think you take it away from him at the last month. But um, it's a shame. I wonder how – I guess we'll never know how much it affects his free agency. But if he can't – like, the reason he was going to get – listen, if he could only hit the rest of his career, he's still one of the ten best hitters, if not the best hitter in baseball, certainly top ten. But his value is at an all-time level because he's great at both. Yeah. Yeah. So if he can't pitch next year, that's going to affect his value. But still, he's still going to get over $400 million, if not over $500 million. I thought he might get six or more. Uh, now I don't think he gets six, but – He'll still get five, probably. No, no. So, before well, you go, G, because I know Anthony wants to bring this up, so I'm just going to bring this right into the conversation. Yeah. Anthony was like, I need clicks to prove I could do this. What can get clicks? So I'm going to ask you all a question. Yeah. Now that he can't pitch, is he affordable to the Cleveland Guardians? No. Oh, no. He's still... Kool-Aid. <laughs> and what do you mean he can't pitch? He might only be able to not pitch one year. It doesn't mean he can't pitch the rest of his career. I'm just doing oh, what, a good, what a good panelist should do for his he's, producer. He just turned 29 last year. Yeah, month. he's not old. He's got 10 more years, at least. Now, like this... No, he's not affordable. Nothing like... <laughs> Even if he, even if he, even if it came out that he could never pitch again the rest of his career, he'd still get over three hundred million just for his hitting. Oh, I know. I, I was just yeah. asking the question. You're right. Now, could you? Could they? Now, now, with the Angels trade deadline is over, right? Yeah, you can't. You can't be traded. Oh. He's gonna be a free agent. Oh, he's a free. The Angels fumbled the bag on this so bad. I, I am not gonna criticize the Angels. They tried to win. No, no, no. And, and here's and the thing. I'm never it, gonna rip a team for that. No, 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 no. Yeah, they fumbled the bag before this last two-month stretch where they went all in. Because sure. they had, for the last four or five years, when he joined the Angels, 2018? I can't remember the exact So I think either 19 think, or 18. I think so. so I think five yeah. years. They've had arguably the two best players in baseball over that stretch. Yeah. And have zero playoff appearances. Yeah. Zero. Well, Mike Trout's only been in the playoff, playoffs once. And he's been the best player in baseball for yeah. the last decade in totality. Yeah. The way – and I'm, I'm all for like, – I agree with them going all in. In hindsight, it was a terrible move. They should have sold, should have sold Otani, recouped all the assets. Right. They're, I think they trade Trout now. I think they're trading Trout. I, I was just going to ask that. Yeah, he's why, at this point he's overpaid. Why, why is why is it that that we we haven't got to the point where, you know, Trout is the guy that they're looking to get up off of? I, well, they had Otani, so that they couldn't. They could take his contract, and he makes so much money. And too. he's you know getting hurt now every year, so I. That contract's going to end up being a disaster. You know, for all, I've been very critical of the Guardians this year, more than I have in the years past. And we get mad when they don't sign players long-term. But the reality is that the majority of those super huge contracts terrible. turn out to be bad. The first, Cabrero, yeah. terrible. You can go on and on. Pool holes. All, all of them. Uh, the first seven years you pay for it in the last yeah. three years but is just. You're lucky if you get good seven years from some of these guys. But Fair. but the A-Rod when the first one worked. The first one worked, yes. Just the first, the first the one, one. Not the, like, you know. But most of those big contracts are disasters. So real quick, because I know we got Look James at, in one yeah. sec. Let's just play Oh, we a game. got James now? Yeah, for what, we'll wrap okay. this up with this yeah. question. Give me the prediction right now. Where does Otani sign and for how much money? I think Otani goes to the Mariners for $500 million. 
Dodgers for 550. San Francisco Giants for 475. Nah, they always fall short. I was bringing James. James loves baseball too, so we'll ask him his opinion on yeah, that. We'll, we'll, he also challenged yeah, our guy, Ben Baby, to a race. Real quick, before we bring that. James in, though, guys, yeah. I got to remind everybody one last time today that our sponsor, Bird Dog, sells amazing shorts and amazing joggers. And you can go there. They sell Yeti tumblers, I believe, as well. They sent us hats, pants, shorts. We love them. We can't get enough of them here. Go check out Bird Dogs. Thank you for supporting UCSS. Now, we, without further ado, James. James Rapine uh, used to be the Guardians beat reporter, worked with us at the fan. Now he's the Bengals beat reporter, locked on Bengals. He's the, the preeminent Bengals guy. Your guy, Ben Baby, they fight. They're, I think they're going to get into a big boxing match. Are they racing? What are they doing? Wait, James. Yeah, what's this with Ben? Ben's my guy from Texas. Joe Mixon hates Ben Baby. His, his agent, or does he hate you? I can't remember. <laughs> no, he hates Ben Baby. Well, I mean, he may hate both of us, but one thing is clear. Yeah. Is, is that I would whoop Ben Baby in a race. That would not be a race. I'm closer <laughs> to mixing speed than I am Ben Baby's. So wow. uh, I could be holding a baby and beat Ben Baby in a race. So we could leave Ooh. that alone. Can we, can serious we, trash talk. Let's, let's do a little keep cut trade. They, we, we had it just a second ago. You got to pick one or, or the other, keep cut or trade them. You got Jamar Chase. We had uh, Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Which one would you keep? Which one would you cut? Which one would you trade? I would keep Chase. The youngest, he might be the best by the end of the year. I would trade. Probably, I think Tyreek would have more. Va- I don't know. It's tough. Whoever I could get more for between Adams and Tyreek, I, I would, I would trade. And so I'll just say Tyreek, and then I would cut Devonte. Before we get back Ooh, to the Bengals, I know that's tough. Yeah, right, <laughs> James. Before we get back to the Bengals and the Bengals Browns, we we would. I don't know if you heard us just talking about yeah. Otani. Mm-hmm. Where do you think he's going? How much do you think he's going to get? What's your prediction? I think he's going to get more. I know everyone's floating that 500, and I know that's a ton. I thought it was in, more – before this UCL, I would have said 600. But now, with that injury, I think he gets yeah. knocked down. That's true. It might. But it, it could it be like the Kevin Durant-Brooklyn thing a few years ago in oh, the NBA? Like, yeah. I think Otani's in his own that's stratosphere true. almost. So, I, I still think he might get that because there's one team that says he's still worth it, even yeah. with the injury. What so team I would picking? say 600. Uh, the Dodgers. Let's just yep. go with the, the team that, that make, I think I mean, has, the Dodgers uh, do, have, do have the deepest pockets. Well, James, I know we're on to talk Bengals here, and the question that all Cleveland Browns fans want to know right now is, how's Joe Burrow looking before this week one matchup? Well, he's, he's looking fine. Now, I haven't seen him throw since before that week one preseason game against the Packers, but I know he is throwing regularly. And so I expect – Joe Burrow to be just fine for week one and be ready to go for for that huge matchup to start the season and uh, so we'll see but to me it's it's more about when do we start to see him practice I think him practicing even if it's just some light throwing in front of media would be a, a big step and, and so maybe we'll see that this coming week by the way what James going back I was joking about the Joe Mixon thing but what, what actually happened that got him so worked up and got his age? Like, his agent should shut the hell up. But what happened? Well, I, I always thought Joe actually had a good relationship <laughs> with, the, with the media there. What, what happened there yeah. exactly? Well, he does, especially when we, we're not supposed to ask. Like, certain people aren't allowed to ask questions, and he gets a bunch of you know softball questions ah, yeah, this yeah. week, which is exactly what ended up happening, uh, to be quite honest with you. But that said, I don't know exactly why he was mad with me. I was one of the four reporters that his agent named which was was very nice i agree with you about the agent part of it even if even if i wrote something that was offensive yeah that happens all the time welcome to the industry you know i I, I don't know but it's okay all i did really was talk about the contract stuff all off season and in let me run this by you guys do you think joe mixon from afar would be worth 12.7 million from a cap hit perspective? No, because no way. that's I was very critical of that. No way. There you go. Right. So yeah. No. I didn't say anything. No one else thought. Yeah. If you're if you're a player and your agent, you can't get worked up about that stuff. I mean, good for him. Like he realized he didn't want to be out in free agency. He's still getting paid six sure. million. That's a lot more than Kareem Hunt's going to make. I mean, you know. So mm-hmm. he did the wise thing. Yeah. You know. He I, he's making more now than he would have had he hit the free agent market, oh, no 100%. doubt. I mean, the Bengals value him way more. And I praise that part of it, too. Maybe his his friends or agent just didn't 
send send Joe those. But James, you know this. Play, players only care about the bad stuff. You could say ninety nine good yeah. things about a player and one bad thing. They'll never say, "Well, thanks for all the good things you said about me." But they will always say, "F yeah. you" for saying that one bad thing about me. With with almost no exceptions. Uh, players sure. are very very rabbit ears. James, like we was talking about it. Uh, me and Tyvis and Bull were talking about it the other day, um, and we were just going down like position group by position group. And we just talked about how closely the rosters are compared with the Bengals and the Browns. Obviously, you know, the, the quarterback position is a, a question mark for us. Um, and the Bengals have, you know, solidified, you know, that position. When you look at, uh, and Ty was brought up, the secondary as a position where there's new guys rotating in and out. Um, do you think that is um, a I wouldn't even say a, a question mark for you guys, but, you know, is that an area where, you know, the, the Bengals are, are trying to find some new guys, and, and how do you think that plays out uh, in terms of the, the roster for roster, position group by position group thing? From a, a safety perspective, yeah, some new blood in there. Dax Hill and Nick Scott are going to be the starters in Cleveland. They're not going to play tomorrow, so I'm confident in saying those two guys will be be starting. Jordan Battle and Tyson Anderson will likely be the backups. And so anytime you lose Jesse Bates and Von Bell, it's going to feel much different on the back end. I do think they are more athletic. They're faster on the back end. Dax Hill ran a 4.38. Nick Scott runs a 4.4. And they're versatile. Hill can line up at the nickel spot, guard tight ends, guard receivers. Then he could drop back and play that deep safety role as well. And so he might not be as good of a deep safety as Jesse Bates was, but I think he's a better man-to-man cover player. So Luana Rumo is going to have some versatility to work with with those two guys. And the big question mark, I think, coming into training camp was, would Chidobe Awuzie be ready to go? Their top cornerback. He suffered a torn ACL on Halloween against Cleveland. I expect him on the field week one. He's looked great throughout camp, started participating in 11-on-11s this week, although I think he could have done it weeks ago. And so if that happens, well, then Cam Taylor-Britt settles in as your second corner. You feel good about that. We know about Mike Hilton. I'm still confident that this secondary can be solid, if not, uh, you know, a top 12 unit or something like that. So I still think they're really good. They're not maybe as good as they would have been with Bates and Bell. But to compare it to the Browns, you got Denzel Ward. You got some really good corners there behind him. I think at at safety, probably, as weird as it sounds, I I like the Bengals safeties more, even though it, it might not feel like it right now. And I like what you guys did. What's the the guy from uh, Kansas City? We were talking Thornhill. about him Thornhill. in free agency. Yeah, I, I liked Juan Thornhill too. So that was a good addition. But uh, overall, I, I think it's pretty close. Denzel Ward might be the best player of either secondary, but it's it's pretty close on the back end. James, what what is the holdup on the Burrow contract extension here? And is it possible it's Burrow saying, hey, maybe I'll give you a discount, but you better sign – Obviously, they're going to sign. Well, I shouldn't say obviously. They're going to sign Chase. But he yes. probably wants them to sign Higgins, too. And they should sign mm-hmm. Higgins, too. You let Tyler Boyd walk after this year. That's fine. But do you think there's any chance that he's saying, I want get, I, I want T. Higgins signed, and somehow they got a guarantee that Chase is signed next year, too? Do you think that's part of it or nothing to do with it? I think that, one, you're right. Chase is the priority when it comes to that wide receiver room. So I don't yeah. really question it. I mean, there's two guys that matter more than everybody else in that building, and it's yeah. Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. So agree there. I do think it is possible that Joe Burrow and his agent might have a framework with the Bengals where it's just like, okay, we have this. Focus on T. Higgins. Focus on the guy that might be harder to sign anyways, not because he's more valuable, but because of who his agent is. And, and David Mulligetta is Jesse Bates' agent. And obviously negotiations between the Bengals and Bates, they wanted to keep Bates long-term, didn't work out. They had two years to do it. So maybe Burrow is going that route. It wouldn't shock me. I I think that, you know, fans have floated the idea of like handshake deals and all of those. I I don't think that can happen because you have multiple agents and guys that are, you know, these agents are trying to get their guys the most money. So I get that part of it. But could I see Burrow saying, okay, we're close, focus on T, we'll get this done before the start of the regular season. That would not shock me because I think he's he's going to try to do what he can to help the team out. That doesn't mean taking a $10 million haircut every year, but I think he'll, he'll help any way he can realistically without taking a huge discount. James, on Wednesday's show with Tyvis, we did our AFC North kind of preview and rankings. 
And the conclusion as a set we came to was the Bengals and the Browns, talent-wise, probably on the same, right around the same tier. I think both said Cincinnati's a little more talented. G said Cleveland's a little more talented. But Cincinnati, Cleveland, Baltimore, and Pittsburgh was how we have conclusively, despite a little variations, argued the division will probably end up. From a Cincinnati perspective, or looking at it from a perspective other than ours, how do you see the four teams in the AFC North, and, and how would you project them to finish the season? I would have the Bengals first, but it's tough because I think the AFC North is head and shoulders above everybody else. I know people say AFC West or AFC East, excuse me. I know the NFC West got a love last year and it didn't deliver. The North is going to deliver. And I think all four teams are really talented and there aren't many question marks like this Bengals team. It's the least amount of question marks that I've uh, for a team that I've covered ever. We're talking about like third down running back replacing Samaj P. Ryan, yeah. backup offensive linemen. Like, it's it's stuff that it's like, okay, well, every team has to go through some of those things. But I, so I, I'll take the Bengals first. I, I think Lamar Jackson and the Ravens have the edge because I, I give Lamar – I don't even want to say the benefit of the doubt, but I know why he wasn't out there. And so I, if it's L- Lamar Jackson or Deshaun Watson, and to me it comes down to quarterback when two teams are close – I would take Lamar. So I would put the Ravens second, the Browns third. But here's the the problem is I know the Steelers culture is legitimate. The Steelers culture adds a couple of wins every single year. And the Browns have a question mark at quarterback. So I could see, even though I would put the Steelers fourth, I could see them finishing first or second in this division. Uh, You know, if some weird things happen, if Burrow comes back and he's not necessarily uh, as effective or if Pickett just has a, a really good year. So I think all four teams are capable of winning the division. But I probably have it: Cincinnati, Baltimore, Cleveland, and then Pittsburgh. What is the uh, what is the win variance for you would say for for the Browns? Um, you know, what is the the highest you you can envision them and wins the losses, and what is the lowest you kind of the floor um, for Browns in, in this division? If Deshaun Watson is the Deshaun Watson that was getting the, the Houston Texans into the playoffs every single year and, and just a nightmare for opposing defenses, then they could easily be in the double digits because I, I like their weapons. They have the best running back in the game, and, and by that I mean runner. Yeah, I, I don't think you could take anyone else over Nick Chubb. Now, Christian McCaffrey, you can do different things with him. I get that, and there's some other guys in that mix. But to me, Nick Chubb's the best running back, and that matters – with Deshaun Watson in that offense. And so I think that offense could be pretty dynamic with Amari Cooper. And uh, obviously <clears throat> they, they've added some some pieces over the, the past couple of years. So we'll see there. But if that happens, 11 wins? Like they could win the division. Uh, and 11 wins might get it done because I think these North teams are going to beat up on each other. The low end, you know, six, something like that, probably six wins if, if Watson isn't the same or, or you know, there's injuries or – whatever the case is, but they added to the defensive line. I know there's a question mark about Kevin Stefanski up there as well. We'll see. But overall, I, I think it's uh, it, they they should be pretty good. It's more about culture, Stefanski, and Watson. If I know those things, I think the Browns will be right in the mix in a, a tough AFC. All right, James, the host of the Locked On Bengals. Um, last thing, we talked about it. You mentioned it in the beginning. You think he's going to play. Percentage chance that Burrow plays week one. Is it 100% or no? Oh, it's 100% barring him tripping, you know, at home or something happening where he re-aggravates it. Like if if he just continues to, to do what he's doing and doesn't re-aggravate anything, then yeah, he's playing. And I, I think so, that that's, that's exactly what everybody expects in the building. Go if ahead. it's such a certainty, how come he's not practicing at all? They're just being extra cautious? They're I don't not think practicing. he's – Go ahead. I don't think he's all the way back yet. I, I think that they – he's probably not even sore anymore. I mean, he's moving around fine. And, and we saw him go through warm-ups a few weeks ago. So I, I think he's good there. But, yeah, I think it's a, a caution, a cautious approach because you don't want this to linger. And so why not just keep him shut down? He's still working out. He's just not doing it in front of us. Like, I know he's throwing and going through, you know, multiple different throwing sessions a week and lifting and doing all of those things. I, I just think from a – Go stand in the heat and, and, and practice full go. Eh, give him as long as you can, which he's creeping up on that month mark. It happened on July 27th. So we're, we're creeping up on that, that full month mark, and then I, I think we might see him next week early on, you know, Wednesday, Thursday, something like that. That's their first practice, by the way, 
of next week is Wednesday. There you go. James does one of the best podcasts on Locked On, without a doubt. Uh, check out Locked On Bengals. James, thanks, buddy. Good to see you. Appreciate it. Thanks, thanks. fellas. Uh, appreciate it. Sorry I was late. I apologize. That, that won't happen again. It's all right. You got it. James oh, Rapine. We do got to set up the Ben Baby versus James race. We do have to make that happen. He's, I mean, he says it wouldn't even be a competition. I got to text. I'm texting Ben right now. How old is Ben, by the way? He's James not- is like your age, I think. Ben's a little older than me. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that, I mean, does that, but does anybody besides us care about that? No, just for fun. No. I'm just curious. Yeah. Mixon, uh, Mixon's agent, like, crushed Ben. Did, did you talk to him about that? I didn't yeah, hear I what did. he said. What was it about? Well, Ben was reporting on the whole the legal play out and yeah. I guess Ben Ben I will say this Ben with in terms of fans he probably doesn't get a ton of support because he's clearly like the one Bengals beat reporter that's not a fan yeah like he probably gets a lot of the crap that I get or he did this at A&M he was the best journalist on the A&M beat and the right. most hated because right it's clear he's he, not rooting for the he team. asked the tough questions yeah, right. he would never sugarcoat anything right, right, right. like Ben is a journalist through and through yeah, yeah, yeah. by the book all right, what do we got coming up in overtime, Anthony? We're doing viewer questions today on overtime, and I promise we're actually doing them this time. All right, we'll see you on overtime on a big Peace. Friday show. Peace.